Mr. Madison, what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Okay, a simple wrong would have done just fine, but uh, you remain one. Welcome back to Two C's with a pod, special late night edition, man. I love this. This late is night. uh uh we are recording on the heels of the presidential debate, the first presidential debate. Uh I feel like I should have been interrupted at least three times by now, but okay, that's fine. No, I'm gonna uh, let you talk. I've actually learned from that debate. So I am fully gonna let you have your two. No, we don't here. we don't nobody gets to talk. Okay. <laughs> We both just talk at the same time, and that's yeah. that's how this no works. It, it it was so poorly done on so many levels. But go ahead. No, you go ahead. We just we're just going for it. No, you go ahead. I don't, here's what here's what I'm going to tell you. No, you're yes. lying. <laughs> hey, <laughs> darn it! I see. We're still in the bit. We're still in the bit. Dang it! My timing is off. Late night. Late night. The timing yeah. is just a little bit. My comedic is is gone. So here's what I'm going to do. You're going to be Biden. I'm going to be Trump. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to take so many pot shots and I'm going to take all of these little like interruptions into a live mic and I'm saying this clown and I'll just kind of, I'll just kind of retort with like looks and huffs and things that grumpy old men do, you know, like in some ways, like again, the level of like the optics of this was so bad on so many levels for again, for everyone involved. I always, for me, and I don't know if you, did you have more. We want to, we want to kind of jump. No, into man, it. let's get into it. Uh, overall, your your thoughts. What happened? Let, let, let me start with this, and I want to get your opinion on this too. That was, I'll just say this: Chris Wallace intentionally wanted that to look like that. Now, when I say this, he didn't come off as that way in the midst of the thing, but I will say that he already said publicly, and I will say this: I don't know if you saw me on Twitter. I did. But he's, I did. yes, okay. okay. You know what I'm referring to. He said publicly, I'm going to make myself disappear. I'm just going to let this be a conversation between these two very rational men here that are going to just, they're going to, yeah, they're going to just hash this all out. It's going to be good. I'm just going to be chilling. That is a disastrous start to the way that you would want to moderate. And like, like I said, that is the opposite of what a, mo- literally the word moderate is that's what you do. But you tell me where are you at on Chris Wallace's performance? Just as like a, and more like I said, a neutral observer. You don't have like a bias. He's he's a Fox guy. But where did you see him as a host? Okay, so here's how I viewed the debate, and as part of our offline Twitter, uh, I viewed it as like a boxing match. Okay. Yeah. So I feel like Chris Wallace's job should have been as the referee. The moderator should have been as referee. Um, I think what I told you is that Trump was getting in, throwing a couple shots, tying up. And then Wallace would come in, the referee would come in, break him up, and he'd hit on the break. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. No, no. Now, in, I don't know if in debates, like if there was points or winners or, you know, what – 
you know what you have there but in boxing the referee has the ability to deduct points all right yes. there's a warning i'm gonna okay stop hitting on a break there's a warning there's right. a warning there's a warning one point one point one point you can take a point away absolutely so i think in this situation he was really kind of neutered in that what did he so when trump was interrupting when they're talking over each other and they both did it but obviously trump did it more no when i they're, agree they when both did it I, i'm willing to say that i i do think there was a you know probably a slant in one way or the other and like what the people were saying how you they were interrupting matters but i will say that it was more equal than it's going to come off but go ahead Andy, sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you speaking of yeah so they that's the theme of the night man <laughs> just go ahead just, yeah why not just go so, with it but yeah so there was interrupting I, I think in a way he's neutered because how can what's he gonna do can he can he from trump yeah can he like if this were a zoom call and i wanted to get a word in edgewise i just hit this little mute button right there and now you can't talk anything you say it, it the people can't take it but if this little mute button here is now yes if this little mute button is undone I guess then, I should have been screaming. I should have really right, just yeah. kept the bait going and been like screaming in the midst of a rant, like, and you right. muted me, right? So yeah, no, but you're exactly right. Go ahead. Though. So then at that point, if I'm able to mute you, if I'm able to cut your mic, okay, well now I've got some power. Otherwise I'm just like, sir, uh, I'm asking the questions. I'm in charge here. To the president. When Number in actuality, one. yeah, to the president. When in actuality, at zero point did his words like, okay, I'm going to move on. And then Trump just would continue to answer the question that he, that he wanted to do. So again, using our boxing theme, if we get a bell and we go to our corners, you know, this is the equivalent of the bell would ring and Trump would hit, throw two punches. Right. So is he getting deducted by it? Is, is the nation kind of looking at that and going now? Here's what I would also say. So I kind of went through it. I thought Chris Wallace had a bad start. I think Biden... And I, I would agree with you overall on like what you were saying, I think off offline when we were talking about that, that Biden was a little stumbly early on, but, and I don't mean to bring this up. And I do think this is always going to be a problem. And there's two reasons. There's three reasons. Biden just overall is not a great candidate. So I think we all, if you follow two C's enough to know, I'm not like team Biden, but I am obviously team Biden now. Does that make sense? Because that's our, that's all, that's what we're left with. So he's not somebody that took the eyesight quiz and scored 80% with Biden recently. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to hear, see that. She also scored 83% with some guy I'd never heard the green party. She's a, she's a green party person. That's, that's really awesome. She's the same person that voted for uh, Jill Stein in 2016 this person is then that's green party but well, that's yeah that's the green party the green party is liber is jill is jill stein yeah so that's well that was in 216 2016 i have no idea who they're running now yikes okay so here, here's what i'd say um so he's a bad candidate like just overall he has never been politically that great when he gets on a national stage he's really good locally because he's really good at that like local i'm old joe when he gets on a national stage he has a trouble getting through Two, and I don't mean to bail him out, and this is everyone has problems, but he does have a stuttering problem. 
right? And this is something that he's overcome throughout, but he has, he literally grew up with a stuttering problem and had to have like professional help to defeat this stuttering problem. Okay. So that is always going to be like, a, like he's always going to have that like stumbliness to the kind of things he says, because he always is kind of fighting that I think a little bit still. Third thing, he's old. I mean, he's just old. I don't know what we can say. If we have a lot of old friends uh, that are watching two C's and God bless you old folks, we love you. Okay. But when you're older, there's a level of just like now when you say like Trump was sharp and I, I would agree with you in the sense that this is probably the sharpest I've seen Trump in a second is like the most with it. Um, and, and this is his, this is literally, and, and my mom was texting me too, you know, and she was saying, you know, this is literally like perfect venue for him. And I would say it was at first, it really was like the first 10 minutes I thought really, you know, were Trump heavy and okay. Um, but then when it got to the COVID part, and I'm curious, like how you feel about like the COVID, you know, things and things like that. So I, I, I you know, let like, me back up. Back up yes, to the uh, the comment that I made. So, I think for Trump, he knew the first ten minutes was really what most people were going to watch. So after ten minutes, most people are going to check out, find something else like this. Like he he got in. I don't know, and, Andy. I, I, I'm sorry, but go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so he gets in, he muddies it up. You know, people. Right. It, the first. It, it, the first no, I see what you're saying. I see what you're uh, saying. Let me, I let just, me put it forgot. this way. If we, weren't, if we hadn't planned on this being our topic, you and I talking about this, I was out after 10 minutes. Why would done. you? I'm just curious why you would tune in. Period. It was a shit show. No, okay. So you would have – you're saying – okay, so hold on. You're saying you would have tuned in, but then you would have turned off yes. 10 minutes in. Okay. So <laughs> yes, it was so off-putting. Yeah, it was a very off-putting – show and i think that he did it on purpose number two i was as part of our texting when i said oh biden's in trouble trump is smoother i had completely forgot that biden had the speech impediment (laughs) that he'd had the stuttering problem so to me again as our resident i'm going to take it back to professional wrestling there was a uh a program once upon a time where they put the rock arguably the greatest talker in history top five at least and they put him in this program I like that no no we have to at least stop here and say that you have now put Dwayne the rock johnson in the top five like talkers in history that i would assume that includes also like historical figures of wrestling or would you, okay i'm okay. Of pro wrestling I'm just talking. i knew so, i thought you were yeah. saying that but i was wanting to, you to, to fight this battle that he was no top five along with like winston churchill um <laughs> you know Dude, barack well, obama Let's put this. But he is a good speaker. Let's put he is this. A good speaker. People I'll would vote it. for president for him. People would vote for president for him. But go ahead. Sorry. I'll say it one one thing. The one political candidate that could probably beat Trump in a debate, like we said, like just, I was just messing. Jesse the body. Oh, okay, okay. So there's there's if they oh, were to okay. put if they were to put Jesse he's a Ventura wrestler, political. Wrestler if they were to put Ventura up against because it's all it's um. It's ad lib. Yeah. And, you know, so a lot of wrestling is feeling the room, feeling the crowd, you know, that type of stuff. So reacting to the crowd, um, the rock was put in this program with this guy called Billy Gunn. 
good wrestler, good dude, um, funny when he was in this tag team, but he wasn't the Mike guy right. in this tag team as his partner was. So they're going to push Billy Gunn as a singles wrestler, and they put him in this program with The Rock. So he gets up there on the mic, and it's supposed to, you know, go tit for tat with The Rock. Sure. I mean, it was embarrassing for for this guy to get up there. Yeah, you feel and that. So almost. there was a lot of I, I it, the reason why I bring that up is because that first ten minutes of this really looked like okay, this is going to be this is going to be a slaughter because. Trump wouldn't let Biden finish. Biden would get flustered. Biden would stumble over his words. Okay, so he'd get the two minutes, but Trump was so not playing by the rules during those two minutes where you're supposed to be quiet. And it would be like me talking right here, and you're basically making all these comments on your breath. That's <laughs> terrible. Dumb. Yeah. Incorrect. Mm. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Right? And, and, and so- heavier than that. And then on top of that, okay, as I'm doing, as I'm saying what I'm saying, you're doing that. You're distracting me. I'm losing my yeah. thought process. Uh, I'm getting emotional. Not right. like I'm going to cry, but I'm getting angry. I'm getting annoyed. I'm getting frustrated. Oh, yes. And and then even if I have a, a disability that I've overcome, at some point you go back to default setting of where – even though you've worked tirelessly to overcome this speech yeah. impediment or whatever it is, yeah. it will rear its ugly head because you, if you're not laser focused and super sharp. And so that's when I sent the, Hey, this was a, uh, Hey, uh, you know, Biden stumbling over his words. No. And, and I, you know, and I, I'd completely forgotten about that. I'm just sitting here. As, Here's what I think, and I think Biden has to be careful. It's a tough play, right? Because I don't know that you want to play it up too much, you know, in a sense. I don't, I don't think you want to get in the business of playing up your weaknesses. Now, I do think you probably want to get in the business of, of telling how you've overcome things. So in some ways, maybe Biden has not over – it's like undersold that story when he probably should oversell it because that's a pretty good story, right? And it would also kind of help him in some of these scenarios. Like it's almost kind of an out. I don't mean to like say that, but like it does let you when you do make a gaffe or – see, and I, the other thing is this. There's a difference between a gaffe and stumbling on your words too, right? And Biden also has times where he will make political gaffes and say things that are – not because he's stumbling over his words or not because he's got a, an impediment in any way. It is because he just is, he's just like, he's just one of those dudes that's like a, a, a thought. I, I tend to be this way too. So I also say wacky things, you know? So like, there's just a level of like, it's a stream of thought that's coming out, you know? And, and so he will say things that doesn't like jive. And when you start to kind of really dig well, into the numbers or you see things. Yeah. I mean, he knows, <laughs> he knows exactly what he's saying. But sometimes it doesn't come on and uh, be guilty raising my hand right now. The other thing that Trump does much better than anyone I've seen in, in these forums, um, he speaks in sound bites. So he will say things like, like a good announcer will make a statement. And then if they have time, they'll put the detail behind it. This is the greatest economy ever. You're out of time? Okay. Well, that's what you that's what you get left with, right? He doesn't lead with, you know, we've 
we had this uh, recession, then we put these jobs back in and, you know, we've got this nice rebound. You know, no, he leads with, this is the greatest, the rebound of this economy. We had the greatest economy. We shut it down because we had to, I acted fast and then boom. Okay. Now, before we joined here, the news is doing this fact check thing. And it was kind of funny because they had it like, it was a sliding scale from like false to misleading, you know, and, yeah. and all of that. And so you can't just say um, lie or not lie. But yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, is that, if you stuck around, I think these debates too, if you what, if you stuck around for the whole thing, I don't know that you're going to stick around for the post game show. No, well, it depends on where you're at, Andy. And I don't know. I don't know about that. I will say, here's what I think. If you want to ask me about these debates and I, I will, I'll believe this until I am, I, I, I learned so much from Donald Trump. I will say this. And that's, well, I wanted to ask you that actually okay. that, that that's uh, you're going to be very happy with this uh, next question. I'm going to ask you, Mr. Campbell, because okay. uh, I'm just going to ask you, see how I'm doing Chris Wallace when he was trying to, yeah. no, that's good. you're, you're, right you're going to be, you're going to be very happy with this. Um, did you yeah. learn anything new during this debate? No, and I, and I really wanted to think about that because there is a level of like, if you asked me yes or no, and you made me say the words yes or no only, I would say no. Okay. Just, just let me. I'm um, just let me finish my question. Sorry. <laughs> hey, stop! Don't you do it, Chris Wallace. Take it easy. But no, here's here's the thing. I would say no, no, not for me as a person who follows politics on a and a not probably as much as I used to but probably on a pretty high level compared to, you know, the rest of the world, I would say, no, I learned nothing. Now, with a quick caveat on that, I did, uh, and, and there's some shocking things that happened at the end. I do think that there was some depths to some of the things that Trump said at the end that made me very scared for, like, that made me very, like, that I do think were, like, there's times when you go, this man is not like he couldn't say anything that's going to do any more damage. He couldn't say anything that's going to do any worse to our country than what he's already done. And then he does it. Okay. And so that's why I should say, no, I should always say no, because I should know now that there will be a depth that we, that we have not hit the bottom. If that makes sense of where this man will say and what this man will potentially threaten to do to get his way and, and to maybe take down our entire country. So there's a level of like, I learned that there is a newer depth of like how willing he is to hold on to power at the end. That was very, very frightening. So tell, give me the specific, what was it? Was oh my it gosh. The, the thing about the, the ballots and will you accept the election results? And Andy, this is fundamental, buddy. I mean, this is fundamental. He, the, the Chris Wallace literally asked, will you not tell your people to be silent and he wouldn't Andy. he never said the words he wouldn't did you ever hear him say the words he wouldn't he said stand by he told his people i i got it written down he said stand by that's what he said he said stand by when he said he, he, chris wallace said please tell your people. he almost pleaded with him chris wallace begged him he said please say something sane mr trump right here you got your chance i'm gonna beg you to say it i'm gonna beg you to say that you will accept the consequences of this election, that you will leave peacefully, and that you will tell your people that even if it takes a month, two months, three months, that they will be safe, they will be nonviolent, they should not do this, and he refused to do it. 
He refused to say the words yes. And if you look at Andy, if you look at the tape, he asked Joe Biden the exact same word, first sentence, or sorry, first word out of Joe Biden's mouth, yes. Just the word yes. I will. So you're talking about sound bites and all these short things. That is the scariest thing is for a president not to accept, a, a sitting president not to accept an election and to then tell his supporters not, not only to not, you know, not to stand down and accept the election, but to stand by and be ready and that I will not do that. I will not actually. He literally then went on to say, I will not um, accept that. I, I will not say right here that, no, don't be violent. I mean, he literally said that. And so you should see he had he talked about poll watchers. Andy, Andy, did you hear him at the end talk about poll watchers, that we had poll watchers in there? Andy, that's well, the most hold, – Hold on. Sorry. Right. That's the most racist – Feels like sorry. something some dude would be doing in a locker room. <laughs> I know. Not on poll board with. I know. I know. Exactly. Well, I'm just telling you it's a little different thing. What it is is, is that it's an voter intimidation tactic, okay? So what he's got <sighs> okay. is – Yeah, mine sorry. is different. Yeah, poll yeah. – not, not poll, Yeah, <laughs> different kinds of polls. Um, so, you know – these kind of things, Andy, are literally back into Jim Crow, back into the 40s, back into the 30s in our country, you know, post-Civil War type shit that, they, that we've, we've made illegal, okay, that he is bringing back and talking about. Um, so I just think there was a threat in all the things he said, okay, at the end, that was some of the scariest stuff I've ever heard like a sitting president say. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you didn't. I mean, again, I don't. If you took it another way, I guess I I didn't. But I, I and and again, I'm I'm programmed to take what he said at the worst level. So, so I'm just I curious guess, what how you would take that. But yeah, so I guess I'm programmed to check out because <laughs> <laughs> I you know I I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. I had I had a very difficult time watching it. Oh, so I had a very difficult time getting through it. Um, grade for Chris Wallace, flash grade, the moderator. Just I made. I was going to ask you to do that, but just right now, C minus. Minus. Okay, so you got you cut him more slack than I. Well, C minus D plus in there. That's where I'd put him. I, I I'd say fair because I thought there was times actually where he stood up to Trump, which I was yeah, surprised. So okay, so yeah, he does. He stood up. He, but again, he's look, man. If outside of cutting a mic. He has real no no power, other than this is supposed to be, and I think that's a. I think we've talked about this in the past. I've said it, but expectations are the key to any interaction, any relationship, any business agreement, especially business agreement, especially personal relationship. Politics, but dude. We've talked about if, it with politics. It's an expectations game. Always. Yeah, and there's, you know, so you have the Roberts Rules of Order. So you have like, you know, you go into Congress and they've got, they're running everything yeah. through Robert's parliamentary, rules. Parliamentary yeah. procedure. So then you, uh, you get to this debate and it's kind of like when you think about, oh, well, tennis is a gentleman's sport. Golf is a gentleman's sport. So, well, you get somebody in there that doesn't call their own penalties and doesn't say, oh, hey, that, that ball was actually out. Right, doesn't play by the rules that you know, kind of like how baseball has their unwritten rules, uh, uh, absolutely. And so, the moderator is supposed to be the referee, supposed to be, 
Well, if you have one of the participants that is <laughs> refusing to follow the rules, refusing to listen to this guy, <laughs> kicking his know. golf ball just all the way down the course, like, yeah. you know, like, like just, just, yeah, just okay. flat out refusing to, to listen to this guy. Well, then how do you give the moderator, like, do you cut the moderator slack? Because he is like, hey, let me finish my question. And you've got this guy going, nope. No, exactly. I'm not. Uh, no, I know. And, and again, he feels every bit righteous enough to do it because, and I mean, again, it's tricky because you, I'm the president and, and interrupting in those moments. And if you get interrupted, I mean, there's a level of like, you know, I will tell you, you have to be careful because if you play the nice guy too much, right, and you just stand there and allow yourself to get interrupted, allow yourself to get taken over, that's not going to be a good yeah. play for you either. So it's always a balance of like, and that's to me where, again, if you want to, if you told me that uh, it's hard, again, if, if I had to give a grade or say, say who won or whatever, like it's hard to say that because to me, again, I don't feel like Joe Biden is a very good candidate, if that makes sense. And that's a... I, and that's something that we've been talking about too. Is that you know are the Democrats putting up a beatable a guy that can beat? You know, can can this guy can this guy win or is it? Yeah, it's an it's an interesting experiment, dude. And it goes back to what I'm saying. I everything I knew about politics has really kind of been flip flopped. Okay, so. Part of we we've kind of talked and uh, and you know we have fun with it, but I also appreciate it that you know I I do follow politics quite a bit and I you know I, I mean an expert is I wouldn't say that or like just you know I I follow it. I thought I knew stuff and I don't and I I I knew less than I I thought I did and anybody that's out there that's like a a, a expert or whatever that's on TV that says oh you know like pre 2016 they thought they knew politics and aren't willing to at least say that they really had no idea um about politics I think that's that's very naive of people to not do because I I absolutely the minute that I, I was having a conversation earlier about this, you know, I think I was talking to my mom about it. And I said, you know, when, when the, when the tape came out, when the grab, grab the, the grab the, sure. the kitty cat yeah. Yeah. thing came out. We, okay. we, we lost our explicit rating last week when we had the eighth grade. Oh, no, we, we might as well it. just keep it. Keep we we want to uh, keep it clean. We can try. We we'll can keep try it to clean. keep it clean. We'll keep it so clean. So when the tape comes out, I, I mean, my, and my feeling is this election is done. I mean, I'm literally telling everyone around me and I'm, I'm with great confidence. And these are people that think I know about politics probably too. They're probably taking me for my word, you know, whatever. I'm going donezo. Okay. This man is on tape saying some of the most heinous, heinous things that I could possibly think. That anyone could be caught on tape. Because again, I think that's the weird part about men sometimes. They think, well, I could have been caught on tape saying what he said. I could not have. Would you? I mean, I just, I've never said something, anything that heinous out loud. I can't remember. Now, when, when, when I say that, I've said horribly heinous things. Don't get me wrong. But that was a very literal conversation. And I want us to be very careful, you know, like, and then when there's women out there. So even if I said that, Andy, okay, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I, I, I get caught on tape. OK, and I say that thing to you, there is no women out there in the world right now that can get on tape and say that would ever get on the video or ever say or they'd be. I mean, again, maybe they're not all lying, I guess, but there's no woman on tape that's going to viably say I did this. OK, that that's something I did. I've done horrible things. I mean, I've done bad things. I don't want to you know, here we are. on. I don't want to say what the you know, we've all sinned, if that makes sense. You know, Wait, hold on, like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
So you're saying there's no woman that would get on tape and say, you just grab them by the dick. When you're, when you're rich, you just grab them by the dick and that's all you got to do. Is that what you're saying? No. What I'm saying is, is that for one, and it's not a great argument because I'm going to say some people might think that these women have an advantage or, or they get something out of saying this man did this to them, but there are viable women out there. Okay, who have said that this man has actually did this to them, if that makes sense. So this is not something that you go, okay, this is completely out of character for this human being. He's just joking. This is just one of these, oh my gosh, he's talking to Billy Bean. He's trying to be a cool guy. And he says this, right? Because there's literally a laundry list of women before this. And then of course after, but definitely before this, that have said Donald Trump harassed me donald trump sexually assaulted me all these things so when all this kind of came together and i'm like this dude is on tape admitting sexual assault this guy's on tape literally saying i grab women by this and they let me okay because i'm rich and i'm famous okay which that that is like if a man thinks that that's thing that the men have gone to jail for that exact same thing because they thought she wanted it how many men have gone into a courtroom and said i thought she wanted it the women have said, uh, no, you're a horrible human being. You just grabbed me like a piece of shit. And then they've gone to jail, you know? So there's a level of like when that happened and he got caught on tape and then people still voted for him, it didn't change anything. And at that point I, I realized that like everything I knew about politics was over. Everything I knew about it was gone because that, that people at their core, at their core are voting at on, on such a, territorial and tribal level that it doesn't matter what a human says it doesn't matter how bad a human is because this and i i texted you buddy and every time i see the man i I, he's a horrible human being whether he's a good businessman whether he's a good president whether he's a good anything to me this is a man that is a horrible human being like i don't think george bush was a horrible human being okay i think he's I i don't i think he was a terrible president when we, I mean, we've had this conversation a million times, but this is a horrible human being that's in charge of, that's like in charge of the biggest, you know, of the free world. And that's bad to me. You know, when I see it all the time and I saw it there at the end, you know, in different moments. And so that's when I thought, I, that again, and you, I think, I think you have a different perspective again on it. But like, when I saw that, I thought election over. And, and so. I think the world uh, has changed. There is a decay of morality in the country. Um, there is a lot more acceptance of immoral behavior. Um, and so I think when that, when that comes out, things like that, people are just like, yeah. So anyway, turn, turn Jersey shore back on, (laughs) you know, I don't know. I don't know. No, I, I I guess I get that at a bring Miley Cyrus on that wrecking ball. The only, the only thing I would say to that, Andy, to me is that I, I, and I'm not sitting here holier than thou no i don't i I know and i (laughs) I know that i'm not saying that um i know that but but what i am what i am saying is that when you said it i think you put it perfectly is the new jersey shore the you know the miley side the wrecking ball thing like there's a level of like (sighs) yeah it's it here's i i feel like we're in this, this very weird time where i feel like we're in a transitional phase of our lives that the rules that we grew up on no longer apply 
Um, <laughs> Which may be some good, you know, like some I good, some bad, some good, some, good, yeah. some bad, right? Uh, um, that I think that. Uh, let me ask you this: Should Monica, should the Monica Lewinsky ordeal ruin Bill Clinton? Should it, should it, should it have? It, 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 here's what I'll say as a, as a liberal, as someone who voted for Bill Clinton, um, because I think, right, that, yeah, that was a vote for him twice. There you go. There you go. So there you go. Um, I actually, you could only vote for him once. I got to vote for him twice. Oh, sure enough. I got to vote. I got to vote in 92. I turned 18 September 12th. That's amazing. Um, One more election before me. Yeah. That's so I'm cool. actually I don't more love of an, that. I am more of an expert than you on it does presidential seem like, and more experienced in all this. <laughs> I have more presidential election Why do we keep doing this dude. then? You're you the, want me you're to, the guy. I need to tell you what to do. I, know. I, I have one more. It's kind of like uh, Bailey. Uh, I started at Accenture one week before Bailey, mm-hmm. or two weeks, sorry, two weeks before Bailey. But I started December 27th, 1999, and he started like January 10th, 2000. I'm like, dude, I got a year more of experience than you. Exactly. Heck when did yeah, you work man. for Accenture? Um, uh, 99 to 2003. Dude, I saw fish and go. it always goes back to fish too. I saw fish in November 96, okay? And I throw that – and I, that's like – that's an important number because I don't want – that's like one more year back farther, right? I'm more cooler because I've seen them later in the years. You know what I mean? So I literally didn't see them in 97 at all, okay? But I saw them November 96. So I've got that like real back far date, you know? So like, yeah, no, I totally get that. That's hilarious. But, but I do – I guess what I was saying though is um, when I say should it have ruined Bill Clinton, I think if we applied rules – of the seventies and eighties, it would have ruined him. And I think that in in many respects, he came out more popular on the other side of it. I I would say this, it it, it ruined him in a sense for me because there was, here here was, here's where I am. I think he did a lot of, I I think he was an okay president. I mean, I'm going to give him an okay. I think there were actually many things that weren't great about him. Um, I, again, I voted for him twice and supported him, you know, again, the, the much better than to me, what would have been the other options. He it just morally, he it's morally morals matter, but here's where they matter to me. Okay. And here, here's where, here's where I'm going to say I, I'm to me, it's very important to tell the truth. Okay. And the minute that he started to begin to lie and in whatever it was, or to try to get out of the scenario that then tainted a lot of things that he did. Okay, if that makes sense from that point on. And so like I hold Bill Clinton here where I'm going to hold Barack Obama here and it and it and it has I'm sorry that visual is a little bad for radio, um, but I'm holding Barack Obama higher um, because as a human being, he again exemplifies what I would say is a more going back to morals. He was an honest human being of what we know, of what we know again, again, of what we know. Now, here's what I'm also going to say, Andy. It's very unlikely to me that any kind of Monica Lewinsky lives out there in the world for Barack Obama. I mean, the idea that there's a Monica Lewinsky out there seems highly unlikely that she would not have come out already or, or someone would not have found her. So what I'm going to say is this. That's also the nature of the crime matters too, but the nature of the situation too. I would not love it if you know, Barack Obama you know, ended up with a you know, inferior – 
okay, that was a, you know, 20 something year old gal that he basically took advantage of because I feel that again, she's an adult. It's not an illegal advantage, but in my mind, I know what that scenario looks like. So your opinion is that Clinton, Bill Clinton said, Hey, Monica, why don't you come on over to the Oval Office? Let's talk about your career. Of course he did. But here's what I want to ask. I want to ask men personally. Like to me, the thing would be that, and I I don't know if the word is like be better or just like, let's not use like that status in those scenarios, if that makes sense. Like, and I know it's really hard. Um, (laughs) That's what she said. But like, Mm -hmm. I know, I know it's really tough. Um, two, not because obviously all the reasons that make it tough, but I do think like, maybe we have a responsibility as like, honestly, and I I mean, this is maybe where me and you differ too, that I do think we have a privilege. I think we are the most privileged that me and you buddy are the most privileged in the world. Right. So to me as white males, but definitely as males, Uh, I'm going to go with uh, nope again. (laughs) I know, Uh. but we have, but as males, we, this is what I believe. I'm just saying what I believe. We have a privileged status in this society in every shape or form. Like it to me, it's not even debatable, but I know we can debate it. Um, and so I would like to see us use that responsibility more wisely. We can debate it. And neither of us, what we would do when we would debate it is we would just talk over each other. <laughs> we would look and a lot like we would need I, Chris Wallace, who would be completely effective or ineffective like he was tonight. And I would say things to you like, well, why didn't you do that in your 47 years of being in politics why didn't you and then you would call me a racist and a sexist or a clown ad nauseum, I liked clown. clown. that was a good one um and then i would just throw little jabs while you're talking yeah it would go it would go poor I, I, i'm just saying this nothing will change from tonight i mean let's just go ahead and say that hey, let me let me compare it to something let me do a sports comparison before we go and you think you tell me this analogy if it makes sense to you this was very much like the Chiefs and Ravens game on Monday night. Okay. Hey, oh, in this bro, time out, time out. Can I get in on that? some of those crab cakes? Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I've been trying to be kind. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'll, I'll throw that reminder out there a little bit after the wounds have healed a little bit, you know, because it's a little fresh. But yeah, if we get them crab cakes, yeah, I'll be sending them your way. Kind of a expecting those crab cakes to show up today like anytime yeah no it feels like it should be in the mail for sure at least so i'll hit him up i'll hit him up but no i i just i compare it to the chiefs and the ravens game last night because it's this nothing's changed okay the ravens are probably the second best football team in the nfl okay the chiefs in my mind are the first now you could have flip-flopped that a week ago before last week and okay but what has changed? So these two teams are going to make the playoffs and they are going to then probably meet if they don't meet like it happened last year, but this game is not the determining factor. And so going into it, I was actually feeling very good either way because I really felt like if we lose, nothing's changed, right? If we win, nothing's changed. And, and, And I feel in this debate, same story, nothing that happens here, will change the narrative, will change anything that has anything to do with this election. There was no person that to me said, now I'm voting for this guy after that debate, personally. And if it's one, then I don't know. I feel like most people have their mind made up who they're voting for. I'm sure there's a subset of people that watch these debates to determine 
who they're going to vote for. (sighs) But I would say that they are very much a minority. How do you like Trump saying, speaking of sound bites, do people not, I mean, I just can't believe this. Does I saved football? Does that work? Does that work for you? Fantastic. Yeah. Did you know, were you like, okay, he saved, he personally saved football. Well, he personally saved big 10 football and the NFL. And so, (laughs) I mean, I, I, feel like the least I can do is throw a vote his way. Because <laughs> you're a big um, football fan. So, okay, well, that works Exactly. I have a debt of gratitude for him how about, for okay, so saving how about, football. How about the climate change question about, like, raking the forest or, like, cleaning the forest? Like, does, is this something that works on people? Does this, like, is, like, when, pe- when he says, what do you think about climate change? And he goes, we got to clean up the bottom of the forest. Like, there's too many sticks down there and shit for, to burn. Is this, like, something that's taken seriously? Or is this something that you, again, was this a checkout moment for you? How do you react when you hear that? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'm, <laughs> you I was thinking about, thinking about hitting my yard today and I was like, you know what? I'm starting to see some leaves fall. The grass isn't really growing. I think I'm going to wait a month. Do it <laughs> yeah. one more time. Right. You know, hit, hit them with the mower and be done with it. Yeah. But, but no. after listening to this debate, it <laughs> sounds like the little wooded area that I have towards the back of the property on the side uh looks like i need to go get the rake out and it could explode literally yeah. in a burning inferno at any moment like yeah. literally just just and it's only because it's there it has nothing to do with like the horrible like yeah. storm or lightning that came but, i mean it, climate change is a little bit different like on a level now if you want to talk about wildfires and like the level of here's what i'd say i mean it's like a twofold thing and, and i know we're kind of wrapping up but it's like a health it's like the healthcare problem like we can either say you die, these people die because the problem is there or you got to fix it. You got to figure it out. Now, did we do kind of something stupid, which is like sprawl out into we basically overpopulated right ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so we're to a point where we right, we are living in places where we shouldn't be including Katrina like Katrina is the perfect example of this right like there's a level of like, none of those people should have been living in those areas because those areas are nothing but right exactly just barely they were civilly engineered levees that we know that everyone knew were never going to hold up, you know, to a real storm at some point and then they didn't you know so that yeah, like I think all that matters. But then you also have to say, okay, it's, it's like too late now. They're there, okay? These people that are getting burned down in California, they're there. It, do we have a responsibility to at least do something? Yeah, you know, yeah or no. Do we, you I know mean, what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, I know you're need, not saying that either. But. No, I'm not saying like, well, tough <laughs> shit, you know. <laughs> right, burn. <laughs> burn, baby, burn. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that. But, but what you're saying a, is climate change is more complex than just the world getting warmer. It's going to be such a gradual thing. I mean, we're talking about you're going to lose an inch this year and next year you lose two and next year you lose two and next year you lose two. And it's going to be such a gradual thing that we don't really notice it. But or, or or are we already noticing it? You know, like, I don't know, like there's a level of like you already see stronger hurricanes, stronger tornadoes, a lot of these storms. I mean, what, what I mean, makes them stronger, the- though? What if you makes look at stronger. the meteorological, because I can never say that word, but if you look at that data and you look at those, I mean, those are the scientists that are big, bringing on the biggest alarms. You know, those are the ones that are ringing the bells the hardest are the meteorologists that are saying like these storms that we're having are, are much stronger, you know, that are actually much, much more potent, much more deadly than we had 
30 years ago, 60 years ago, or the, or the ones at least that we've had on record. And it so kind of goes I, back to my statement too, about like they're potent and deadly because they're now hitting people where they hit is prime real estate. But Andy, I mean, but, but I, I do think that hopefully they're smarter than us. They're smarter. Hopefully they're smarter than us. And my guess is what they're more talking about is, okay, over a year's time, okay, here's the amount of F5 tornadoes, right? Here's the amount of F4 tornadoes. Here's the amount of blah, blah, blah. So it's more about a wind data and about the speed and, and the, the, not the damage because it, where it hit, it's more about the intensity of the storm itself. What, um, just, I guess your overall thoughts on the debate. What'd you, what'd you think? One, no change as far as like national polls, blah, 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 you know, election change, zero. Chris Wallace and his format disaster. Trump asshole. <laughs> um, some people like that though. I'm going to go ahead and say that that's like, I think that's more, a plus for him than I thought it was. That's something else I'm learning. Biden, bad candidate, but uh, survived. And and when we go back to expectations games, I think Trump's big sell was Biden is completely incapable of talking. He's 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 lost it. He's an elderly man. He's seen now. He's gone. And I think Biden crossed that threshold. Again, I don't believe that there's that many un, undecided voters. I truly don't believe in them. I don't think there's enough that it matters. What matters now, that's why, that's why Biden is looking at the screen and saying vote. Because what matters is if people vote or not. If people vote, then Biden will win. If people don't vote, Biden will not win. I mean, that's just bottom line. That's it. If you get historic numbers, if you get a lot of people voting, Biden wins by a landslide. If you get the same amount of turnout as last time in 2016, it will be the exact same election. Joe Biden will win the will win the um, the popular vote, and he will lose the electoral college. Okay, and that's what I'm saying. All the things that happened at the end of that debate, Andy, as a his, like as a history person, as a political person, as someone who follows this kind of stuff, that was some of the scariest stuff I've heard said. I'm curious what the Twitter world's going to say. You know, I'm like, I'm curious. We we went right on after the debate. I didn't even listen to anybody after. You know, just kind of clicked off and we went because I didn't. Yeah, because you don't need anybody else. It's just us. You got us, right? So hopefully, other people will tune in, right, and listen to our our amazing. Here's answer. what Twitter's going to say. I'll tell you what Trump sucks. Trump sucks. Trump's a piece of shit. He lied. Uh, Biden's the man. Biden was so uh, above and took the high road. Biden was awesome. Well, Andy, I mean, uh, I know sometimes I I just. That's what Twitter is going to say. I want to go. I want to go to the Stephen Colbert quote, and I want to say that yes, there is a. Uh, like the truth, like the truth has a left wing bias. <laughs> if so if you if you, so if you if you want to say that like some of this bias you see in Twitter is like in a tube and in a bubble and all those things, but like I'm sorry, they're like when I see that, I I'm, it's hard not to agree because I don't understand how anybody sees otherwise. If that makes sense, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I know it's hard. I know that's the different, and that's the bubble, right? And that's the thing. And maybe that's what exactly it is. That's exactly the definition of it is like not understanding that people can see otherwise. And I'm trying. I'm trying. Andy, and I'm going to say this 
if we throw it out for celebrities, I'm not going to say we can't have a businessman. Okay. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to disrespect my friend here that is literally sitting right across me from the Zoom because I would vote for you for president. And I think you well, would be. And I voted and I have voted I know, for you. You've literally voted for me, right? So, for, oh. yes. But, 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 do you, but what I'm going to say is this not that they can't be businessmen, but they need to have some political experience. And I hope that we realize that there is a level of value to having political experience that like this idea that being a complete outsider to politics is a good thing. Yikes. I don't know. Well, I think it's just like any other job though. The more experience that you have in the more areas. So I also think that, you know, maybe we don't need a career politician fair being fair. president right exactly so, so joe biden that, is a 47 year politician that's why sure. i say I don't, I don't love him as a candidate because yeah. I, I agree with that in some ways so so maybe if you're somebody that had I, I don't know i you know had a had businesses for 15 years then i've been a politician for 15 years and then i've been something else for 15 years well that might be somebody that would become a a decent candidate because they do have that experience inside and outside exactly a real Um, world a real life experience i I think it's important that people have some sort of context to human interaction and like the real world you have it andy we're not i mean neither one of the political stuff well what i'm going to say is it's a connection to the real world neither one of us grew up poor we never neither one of us grew up rich or poor what is what i'm going to say sure okay is that fair Neither one of us, you know, like at this point are rich, right, or or poor. It was what I would like say in the terms of the world, right? I I don't think that's accurate, you know, but like, or I think, you know, we're kind of maybe right in the middle there. And and so there's just a level of like, I don't even know what I was saying. What were we talking about? Just how how I should really be the, uh, the candidate that people should be voting for oh yes because you have real you you have contextual understanding of what humans go through throughout their life poorer than you richer than you you've had you've had life experience andy you have worked at retail places sure. you have worked you have worked at like as not as like an owner of that retail place as a literal employee of a retail yeah, but place I have as worked... a kid now you were a kid but yeah but, but yeah. I, my experience for business I have worked for Fortune 500 down to a place that has four people and in between. So That's why I want to vote for you. Well, I'm going to vote for you. All right, man, let's shut this down. I think we've... uh, I think we've Exhausted we've master debated quite a while. So I know you like that. You shot me that one. I was like, maybe as a debater, like I was actually in debate. Um, so I've just heard that so much that I'm like, aha, good yeah, one. I'm debate. probably not going to use it. It's pretty good. I mean, ah. let's be honest. Like it's it's uh, it's it's something you got to throw in there. But especially with the, what we saw today, it's perfect because I I think we all are dumber. For what we, yes. oh, I don't want oh, to mess that, our cold. Yeah, I don't want to mess yeah, up the cold. Our, o- they've already heard so the cold open. Oh, so okay, they, good. They, they're gonna, yeah, it'll be a good run. All, right. all right, dude. I'll catch you next week. See you guys. See ya.